Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spitting Fire with Keetris. I am your host, Keetris Keys. And today, I want to tackle the subject of Your opposition is your opportunity. Your giant leads the way to your greatness. I've been searching and searching and searching and trying to find why do we so not want opposition in our life? Why do we fight it so hard? Why do we look at our giants as if they are so huge that they can't be defeated? What makes us look at our giants and think that they can't be defeated? What makes us doubt ourselves? What makes us think that just because something seems to be so big, that it really is? As you get to know me and listen to my podcast, you will probably hear me talk about David and Goliath quite a bit. That's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. You see, David was the underdog. So it seemed. And so often in life, we tend to think that we're the underdog. Maybe because of where we come from. Maybe because of how we were treated as children. Maybe because of some things that happened to us. Um, Even as adults, we tend to categorize ourselves as underdogs and we tend to put ourselves lower than we should not that we should think so highly of ourselves either because the bible does tell us that we shouldn't we shouldn't think of ourselves as high more highly than we ought to but there is a a, a balance there's a balance that we have to keep and we have to know that we are not doormats we are not underdogs We have to know that just because something presents itself or someone presents itself as big in our life, that we are much bigger. So when I look back over the story of David and Goliath, David started out as just a little shepherd boy tending to his father's sheep. And he had no idea that later on in life he would come up against Goliath. But while he was tending those sheep, he happened to run into a few giants out there in the pasture with the sheep. To what could have seemed to him as something that was hmm, hard to defeat. Something that was out of his grasp, something that he just couldn't handle. But because of him being out in the back 40 with God and building a relationship, he knew that his God was bigger than anything that he could come up against. And so that's one of the things that I take away from David is the fact that the God I serve is so much bigger than anything I could come up against. But I didn't always have that thought. I didn't always have that frame of mind. Um, a lot of us don't. We we muddle through life and we just let things defeat us. We just think that, you know, I can't handle that, so I'm going to run from it. Um, we just feel like we, we're less than. 
And so we don't even try to tackle those things. We just turn and run. But David shows us a great example here. He lets us know um, that while he was out there with those sheep, there was a lion that came. And we know how ferocious a lion is. We know that if a lion got after us, we'd probably tuck tail and run. But a lion came and tried to take the sheep from the fold. David didn't give it a second thought. He said that he slew the lion. Not only was there a lion, there was also a bear. And I know I don't want to run up against the bear. I'm sure you don't either. But he said that he slew the lion and the bear. And that just lets me know that even as small as David was, he had so much faith in God. He had so much, he had such a relationship with God that he didn't even shudder at the thought of it being a lion or a bear. That opposition became an opportunity for him not to show how strong he was, but the opportunity was to show how strong the God he served was. So leading up to David fighting Goliath, we have a king by the name of Saul that has been anointed as king. But somewhere along the way, Saul fell off the bandwagon and he got the big head and he had to be removed. So God told Samuel that he had to go and um, anoint another king. And so Samuel ended up at the house of Jesse and Jesse had eight sons. And Samuel wanted Jesse to bring his boy so that, you know, the new king could be anointed. Well, of course, Jesse got all of his big old nice looking boys and brought them out. And the oil in the horn wouldn't pour out on either one of them. And he was like, surely I know God has sent me here. So there must be somebody else here. Do, is there, is there, do you have somebody else? So then Jesse was like, well, yeah, David's out in the back tending the sheep. But Jesse had to have a frame of mind of saying, you can't honestly think it's going to be David. And isn't that just how it happens to some of us? Our own family, the ones that are closest to us, underestimate who we are because they, they've seen us grow up. They know where we come from, so they underestimate who we are. Samuel said, bring him out. So they brought. he went and got David and brought him out. And sure enough, the oil poured out on David. He was the new king. And if they're just like God, doesn't he do us the same way? It's like he puts us on this stage and we start shining in the gifts and talents that he's graced us with. And people are like, where did he come from? Or where did she come from? Or how did that happen? It's the relationship. It's the grace of God on our lives that allow this to happen. And just because we had opposition in our life, just because we may have been molested as children, just because we don't know our fathers, just because our mothers may have been on crack, just because um, we would um, rode out of the wheel. I mean, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that I, that was our opposition doesn't mean that it does not yield opportunity. 
that same thing that opposes us gives us an opportunity to show just how great our God is. And not only to show just how great our God is, but also it gives us an opportunity for him to shine through us, for him to let those talents and gifts that he's graced us with bless the world, bless other people, and let other people know that, yeah, I had opposition, but I just turned it into opportunity. Yeah, I had giants in my life, but those giants gave way to my greatness. I didn't let those giants subdue me. I didn't let those giants snatch out of me what God put in me. I allowed the giants to yield to lead my way to greatness. And so as we look at David, we see that that's what he did. He let his opposition become an opportunity. So when he got out to the battlefield and they were looking at Goliath and the men that were who were supposed to fight Goliath, they had their armor. They were ready. They were supposed to be ready to fight this giant, but they were scared because they had never seen any man this big. They were like, how can we go up against this? How can we go up against this big giant? We've never even, we, we not, we're not even trained for this. This is not what we train for. We train to battle other men that were the same statue as us. We haven't trained to, to, to fight this big giant. But even before David got to fight Goliath, he had to fight some other stuff. So when he got there, he was supposed to be taking food to his brothers. One of his brothers, his oldest brother, as a matter, matter of fact, his name was Eliab. His oldest brother was like, why are you here? Why you come down here? And then not only that, he goes on and asks David, and who have you left those few sheep with? So at the, at the same time, he's, he's going to face Goliath as a giant. He's got to face his brother. And his brother is belittling him, saying, who did you leave those few sheep with? Like what he had going on was of, of a small, you know, a little small thing. We're out here getting ready to fight, and you just tend to a little few sheep. Isn't that just like people that are close to us? But he didn't let that stop him. David didn't let his oldest brother, what he thought of him, stop him. He just removed that from his thought. He was like, oh, well, whatever. I came out here to bring y'all some food. But he runs up and he sees Goliath. And Goliath is making fun of the, of the God he serves. So David is like, what y'all going to do about this? What y'all going to do with Goliath? And who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dares come up against my God? So now, they're looking at David like, where you come from? Who you supposed to be? You just a little bitty boy. You can't fight this giant. You ain't ready for this battle. They didn't know about the opposition that David had already faced. They didn't know about the giants that David had already defeated. They just looked at him and saw what they saw and assumed that he couldn't handle the job. And ain't that just like people to assume the worst about somebody, to assume that just because I know where you come from, I know you can't handle this, to assume that you come from that side of the tracks and baby, you out of your league over here. But David didn't let that bother him either. He didn't turn. 
He didn't stop. He wanted to know who was this uncircumcised Philistine that's talking about the God I serve, that's talking about the God that has delivered my sheep out of the mouth of the lion and the bear. And I know if he did that, he gonna give me your head, Goliath. So that's what he had to do. What did, what did he do? He he remembered. He remembered his previous opposition. He remembered his previous giants. He he recalled what God had done for him in the past. And so oftentimes when we come up against new new giants in our life, we forget about the old giants that God has delivered us from. But we have to remember those things. We have to allow Holy Spirit to to recall those things back to us. And then what we have to do with that after we recall what holy after we recall it, then we got to we got to spit it back out. And we got to put it back out in the atmosphere. And we got to say if God delivered me from that giant, then I know he's going to deliver me from this giant because he is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. So why would he let me down now? And that's how we have to face our opposition. That's how we have to face our giants. We have to allow our opposition to yield and to bring us to opportunity. We have to let those giants lead the way to our greatness. So then the king who was Saul looks at David and says, You ain't able to go up against this Philistine. You just a little lad. You just a little boy. You just a, you, you, you're not even a man of war. What do you know about battle? And I can just feel in my spirit. If it had been me, I said, I don't know nothing about battle, but I know about the God I serve. I know about how he will deliver me. I know about being out there with, the sheep and him delivering the lion and the bear. So I know. No, I may not know about how y'all battle out here, but I know how my God fights. So he had to, he recollected, he, he remembered what God had done for him in the past. So then the next thing that happens in the, in the story is, and, and this is a lot of what I see happening now is that Saul tries to give David his armor. Saul tries to put his armor on David. Saul being a grown man, David being a boy, he just got through telling him you a boy, but then he gonna try to put his armor on David. And I see it happening so much now where people are trying to take other people's oil and put it on themselves. No, baby, it don't work like that. You got to get your own oil. You got to have your own armor. You got to be suited up for your battle. Because what worked for me in my battle is not going to work for you in your battle. This is good to me. Yeah, Saul tried to put his armor on David. And David said, I can't wear this. It's too big. It's too heavy. I ain't tried it. I ain't tested it. I, I don't know how to fight with this. But what do you think would have happened if David would have said, yeah, I'm going to wear the king's armor. This the king. He giving me his armor. I'm wear his armor. What you think would have happened if he would have kept that armor on? We all know what would have happened. He would have got defeated because he was trying to fight in something that was not his. He was trying to war in a suit that was not his suit to war in. So what am I saying? We need to stay in our own lane. 
We need to learn how to fight with what God has given us to fight with and stop looking across the fence and saying, oh, I wish I had what he had. Oh, I wish I had the anointing she had. You don't know the pressing she went through to get that oil and anointing that she got. See, this oil and this anointing that people carry is per- carry is personal. It's built just for that person. So David couldn't wear it. He refused it. He couldn't put it on. He resisted the king's armor. He didn't care about Saul being the king. He he served the true and living God. So why would he look up look up to Saul and be like, oh yeah, that's the king. I'm gonna wear his armor, and then I'm gonna have something to go back and tell my brothers about. Oh, I had the king's armor on. No, we got our we got our our lines and our wires crossed up. So he didn't he didn't wear David's arm, uh, Saul's armor. He took it off. He said, "I can't wear these." And so now he's ready to face Goliath. He's ready to face his giant. And then Goliath starts taunting him. Goliath starts saying, "Who are you, little boy? Where you going? Who you gonna fight? You can't fight me." Do you not know who I am? I am Goliath. And then David comes right back and David says, you come to me with a sword, with a spear and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. And this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and take your head from you. So he didn't even shake when Goliath started talking to him and taunting him. He didn't tell him, oh, well, I'm David and I fought the lion and I fought the bear and I'm going to whip you. He didn't even bring his own name up. He says, you come to me, fight me with a javelin, a spirit and a sword. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. I come to you in the name of the Alpha and the Omega. I come to you in the name of the beginning and the end. I come to you in the name of the one that created the heavens and the earth. And on this day, I'm going to take your head off. Not because I'm David, but because of the God I serve. That's why I'm going to take your head off. And that's what we have to do with our giants today. We have to look at them and let them know that the God we serve is much bigger than they are. We can't fight any of our battles in our own strength. So we got to let these opposi- these oppositions that come up against us lead us to opportunities, to bigger stages. To The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. It will make room for you. You not make your own room. By trying to be somebody or something that you're not and, and holding all the think you hold all the cards when in actuality it's the creator, the one that created us that holds all the cards. So, yeah, David told him, 
I'm not coming to you in my name. I'm coming to you in the name of the Father. I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. I'm coming to you in the name of the one that had me to beat the bear and the lion down. That's whose name I'm coming to you in. And if he delivered me then, he's going to deliver me now. You are about to lead me to my greatness, Goliath, and you don't even realize it. You're taunting me. You're you're coming up against me. You're talking about the God I serve. And you are about to lead me into my greatness. Thank you, Goliath. And what did David do? He got him five stones and a slingshot. And he killed Goliath. And not only did he kill him after he hit him with the, with the rock, he went over to him. Now, David ain't had no sword. He took Goliath's sword and cut his head off with his own sword. That giant led David to his greatness, y'all. We got to learn how to use our giants. We got to learn how to use our opposition and our opportunity to lead us to greatness. We got to learn how to, we got to learn how to lean and depend on God with everything that we have in us. He did not leave us down here to fight these battles by ourselves. And some of them we won't even have to fight because there are uh, stories in the Bible where, where God will tell his people, be still. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. This battle right here is not yours, but it's mine. I'm going to handle this one. So there are some will fight and there are some he'll fight. But the end of the story is, is that we win if we remain in him. We are victorious. We have the victory. So nothing that opposes us really hurts us or harms us if we are wrapped up, tangled up, tied up in God, in Jesus. It really comes to build us up and make us stronger. But we got to take our eyes off ourselves and we got to come from within ourselves thinking that we have all the power. We don't. We don't. It's Holy Spirit that dwells in us that has the power. In this flesh by ourselves, we're nothing. But with Holy Spirit, we're every, we, we have everything we need to allow our opposition to become our opportunity, to allow our giants to lead us to our greatness. We have to. We cannot afford to think that we have it all together outside of Holy Spirit, God, and Jesus. We don't. We got to have it. We got to have all three of them. And so when we allow our opposition to lead us to opportunity and our giants to lead us to our greatness, standing on the firm foundation and spinning the fire of the word of God, then there's nothing that can defeat us. There's nothing that can defeat us. Allow your giants to lead you to your greatness. Allow your oppositions to become your greatest opportunities. And that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in to Spitting Fire with Keatris. And until next time, be blessed.